Okay, so here we are. Is episode number five already of the Bourbon Brothers? I am Justin Hall, Supplement Snoop, with my partner in crime, as always, Robert Shineski, Supplement Engineer. How the f are you this week, my friend? I'm doing great. It was a hellacious weekend. So hellacious. Hell, yeah, that's putting it mildly. So usually our our weekends are kind of low key, or you know, we'll like go out to a distillery or something like that on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. But Saturday mornings are pretty laid back, like. I'll play with a halfling, then I'll get in an upper body training session, and then she'll take a nap, and I'll do a podcast, and we'll go out and drink that afternoon and hang out. Sundays, all the usual church, go out to eat breakfast, come home, do laundry, get get ready for the week ahead. This week, we drove up to Dallas on Saturday, or an hour below Dallas in Barry, Texas, which is like BFE. Like, there's the, the, the nearest grocery store is like 25 miles away from it, so... Sandy's got a whole bunch of extended family there, and so it was it was kind of like a family reunion at her at her uh, second cousin's place. So we went up there. Uh, we hit the road Saturday morning at nine o'clock. Got up there around noon. Um, started meeting with people, and we were just I thought like so the party starting at twelve or starting at two. We get up there at twelve, and I you're, you're immediately I know it's a bad situation. When you're immediately pulled in and says, oh, hey, I know just what you could do. Not, not like, hey, how are you doing? Like, you walk in the door and said, I've got a job for you, I'm thinking. In old fashions? Well, no, it wasn't. It was, I would, so this was like the first 100-degree weekend Texas has had, like, the entire mm. month of July. It just happened mm. to coincide with this. So she says, you're going to be outside on valet duty. Meanwhile, there's, like, 80, 100 people coming to this thing. I'm, like, three times removed from knowing any of the people at this. But they said, hey, you're going to be like the welcome wagon that's going to stand outside in the sun, start doing all of this. And I said, That sounds like a broad deal, man. Okay. So I'm inside Sandy's, inside talking to the family, playing with the halflings and all that stuff. It was fine. We get there. The party starts at 2. Um, I've helped people pick out some stuff because there's like really open. There's 80, 90-year-olds that are coming there, like great-grandpas and, and all of that of Sandy's that are coming. So we're there. We're talking with everybody. I go behind the bar and I brought six different bottles of bourbon. I start mixing up old fashions for some people. Other people wanted like vodka and sodas and I did all that. Go through, they do all the family games and all that stuff. 9.30 at night, we leave. There's no internet signal. There's no like satellite signal on my phone. I can't figure out how to get to the fucking hotel. And the hotel is like 30 miles away from where oh, we were yeah. So we just pick a road and just start driving just down it. Yeah. And eventually we get the satellite signal. I just happened to pick like the right direction that uh-huh. we were going. So we finally get to the hotel. Sandy, meanwhile, so she's been taking that class. She has a quiz that night that she's got to do before midnight. We get to the hotel at 1030 at night. Oh, shit. She goes immediately to the business center, takes the quiz. Meanwhile, I go shower. We slam like a Subway sandwich down before she goes and does that because we haven't really eaten anything since like uh-huh. 4 o'clock that day. And I didn't get too crazy on drink. I, I drank two old fashions, I think, the whole day because it was just so goddamn hot outside. So I'm chugging yeah. a bunch of water and all that yeah. stuff. Um, so we had a good time overall there. Um, get to the hotel, four fifteen Sunday morning hits. I get up and throw up immediately. Oh God! Come back to bed. <laughs> wake up at five fifteen. I go and puke again. <laughs> and you I didn't even earn it, like not even because drinking. So it's like you got all the negatives from it without the positives. No. no. And so at this point, six o'clock, I can't fall asleep. Like my traps are bothering me. Everything is just like aching. I feel like shit. I've got this massive migraine going on. Damn. And at this point, like once you cleared out all of your stomach from all the puke, you start to get like just like the dry heaves that are going on. Oh. So that between six and seven forty-five, I got up to go to the bathroom and did that three more times. Oh my god, so, that's horrible! Yeah, <laughs> we hit the road at eight thirty to come back home. 
because we had bumped the final scoop podcast from Saturday to Sunday. So I'm thinking one o'clock, fuck, we got to hit the road by nine o'clock to make sure I get enough time. Maybe I can catch a nap or something like that. So eight, eight thirty, we hit the road. We stop off at Sonic because Sandy needs breakfast. So <laughs> she wants an extra large chili cheese cone. So I'm smelling like hot dog, burger, fried oh, mozzarella God. sticks this whole time while I, I feel like I'm on the verge of puking yet again. We're an hour into the drive. We're like opening the window every now and then just to kind of like get some air and get like the fried food, like fast food smell out of the oh car. Oh my God. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. 9.30. I start going while I'm driving. This is also, we've also gotten off like the state highway and we're on I-35 now. So we're merging. Like I'm driving this and I'm starting to do like the drive. Oh my God. I told you, I said, get the plastic bag. So while I'm turning, no. I start throwing up into no. the bag. Oh my God. <laughs> I threw up through all of this. You're like having a little kid in the car. We merged into traffic. Perfectly fine. Sandy says, I don't know how the fuck you did that. But yeah. it was amazing. So she couldn't stop laughing while I'm throwing up into the back and we're driving. That's, we, that's supportive. I, I, I respect her for that, for sure. Yeah. We finally get home. I crash for two hours. Get up and do the podcast. Oh, yeah. The, en- the end cap onto this. That was also our 12-year anniversary. Oh, my God. <laughs> 12, wait, so 12 years, you've been married 12 years? Yeah, yeah, we've been oh. married 12 years. And so that you. was Sunday. And then Monday, well, the funny thing was on our wedding day, I also threw up from having a migraine. So maybe it's a good omen. It's so like, hey, we'll last another 12 years if I just keep Happy puking. anniversary. Here yeah. I am throwing up. That makes it for a good story. Isn't that yeah. that kind of the thing? You know, you're married for a while and, you know, you just, you, you know, you need new stories to tell. So that makes for a good yeah, it was yeah. Great. It's like having, it's like having. It, you only hear like kid kids doing stuff like that, where they just start like throwing up out of nowhere. Yeah, no, like, or, no, like, we, or if you have was, cats, like yeah, actually, just, ironically enough, just like five minutes ago, I was getting ready to like come on here, and I hear this god awful noise from the hallway, and it's one of my cats throwing up, and I'm like, they, I was like, can't even eat anything today. So yeah, that's so a good story, uh, man. So it wasn't anything like alcohol induced or no like i, I kind of wish i had earned it enough that way but right. it, it wasn't that so i mean i got home i felt like shit the rest of the day i slept and kind of just laid low monday morning sandy had her final for that class so she went and took that and then we went and had our anniversary lunch and so it's uh yeah man it's it's it was a uh, sunday was a uh, the weekend is was it's, it's fuck yeah because so it's exactly and that's like part of um and this happens more and more as you sort of go along. Let me gather around and I'll tell you a story about getting older. But I, we make this joke like sometimes where it's like, uh, like last night, I don't know why, like last night I could not go to sleep at all. Yeah. Like I was just awake. It's like six in the morning. I'm like still like, what the fuck is going on here? So this morning I wake up, you know, after we had a meeting at nine this morning. So mm-hmm. I get up and I'm like, I feel like hungover, but without the fun part. And that sucks. <laughs> Because we had, this past weekend was very low key. Kristen had to work. She, she's a cop, so she works like off, like um, rotating weekends. So like yeah. this was her. And then you know we've been traveling a lot recently and doing a lot of just off the wall shit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna chill this weekend and take it easy. So then she was off Monday and Tuesday, and we ended up watching um, Goodwill Hunting on Tuesday mm-hmm. night. Which is like movie. Which is like one of my favorite all time movies. Yeah. And I don't know, like we just like you know, we poured some Blantons and then next thing you know, like there was like all kinds of bourbon gone. And we were up, we were up until like three thirty or like four o'clock in the morning, like just on some random like Tuesday. So 
or it was on Monday. So um, I woke up that morning and I was like, okay, I feel like crap, but I earned it. Right. So then waking up this morning like this, I was like, damn, I didn't even, I didn't even get the fun part. So I know, man. And so I haven't had any bourbon since uh, Saturday afternoon. I just haven't been in the mood for it. Usually I need something mm. to kind of like get the we- the gears going in the afternoon for, for work sometimes. Just no, I just haven't, I haven't had felt the inclination to have it. Plus I've been, dabbling with a few just like bulk nootropics and stuff. I hadn't used phenylparacetam in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I took two grams of Alcar with 150 milligrams of phenylparacetam uh, around four o'clock Monday afternoon. I was flying, man. Like there was no mm-hmm. other caffeine in my system. I'd had just a little bit of pre-workout that morning, but that was at, mm-hmm. you know, 10 o'clock in the morning. So it was pretty much out of my system by then. Or, or you know, at least the, the major stim kick was. But shit, man, I felt amazing. That that whole afternoon, phenylparacetam is is really good shit. Is that uh, did you get it from Nootropics uh, Depot? Yep. Yeah, it's this tiny, yeah. tiny little tub. It's like you pay mm-hmm. thirty dollars for you know whatever, but it's you get five or ten grams of, and if you're only dosing out one hundred and fifty milligrams at a time, that's gonna last you. Mm-hmm. Last you. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I think the only the last time I tried that it was in it was in I think Morphogen's old product. Yeah. That didn't he had to pull that out? Yeah. for his new one but uh, right. i haven't used it by itself which is always the key it's like sometimes you use some of this weird shit and it's within other formulas and it's like well i don't know exactly like what's going on and that and that's kind of like the the vicious cycle of things is like when you do have a night say you don't sleep or anything like that and and then you're taking like all these stims and then you overdo it mm-hmm. and then you can't sleep again and then it's like kind of like this then you're taking pre-workout and then next just thing you know, getting worse. you're just, yeah, you're just like, and that's kind of, I've been walking a very fine line. Yesterday was pretty intense because yeah. when, you know, I told you the other night, like we, we stayed up and like, I just felt like shit. So I had, mm-hmm. I like kind of overdid it to get myself going. <laughs> and then we went to the gym last night. I used unbound uh, the pre-workout and just yep. had this absurd workout. And so when it was time to go to bed, my body's like, Mm-mm. I took Tranquility from Glaxon. Did That's nothing. a good one. Did absolutely nothing. I mean, like, if anything, it made me feel the opposite as I should have. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's just the way it goes. Like, you know, even yeah. even us guys, we, we sometimes you just don't know. You just, no, I mean, it's I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's sometimes, like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll, I'll take – some like KSM 66 and some theanine thinking that, Hey, maybe that'll get me, you know, kind of reset me, get me a little tired. Cause sometimes I'll wake up and I'm wired. Mm-hmm. And after taking that, I will still feel like even more wired yeah. or like cognitive alert. And it's just, it's weird how that, that works sometimes. So it's, uh, yep. I, uh, back to the final paracetam thing. It was in morphogens. It was mm-hmm. also in Anova farms, limitless pre-workout. Oh yeah. And the first I time that. I ever tried, it was actually the initial version that Prady had of Azoth. Which was uh that was a good one because that had phenylparacetam, that had hordanine. Uh, what else did it? Have? Oct- did it have nupep too? No, no, it had DMHA. Didn't have octadrine in it. Yeah, yeah, it had all kinds of good shit, yeah. man. That was I remember well, trying a, that stuff, yeah. but I mean that was with like the bottle. I think he was only sending out like fifteen serving bottles at the time. It was like seventy dollars, or I don't want to misquote yeah. the price, but it was it was expensive for, yeah. for only fifteen servings. But god damn, that works. That mm-hmm. stuff was yeah because. That was what you know. He's he's gone through that um, change uh, with his brand, yeah. Where he just he just got tired of trying to stay ahead of the FDA. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he would he'd constantly have to reformulate and, you know, as his business was growing, you're ordering big quantities. And then all of a sudden, you know, he wanted to be more of an Amazon brand. And then all of a sudden Amazon is like shutting you down. And he's like, so that's why he went to the, what he does now is basically just like two or three ingredients, compliant grass status. Yeah. That's so like when I tell people, you know, people like ask about pretty, like I, I don't do anything with, with his brand. Like he, like we don't ever talk about as it, but I, mm-hmm. I, I just know him and like his, his yeah. style. And, you know, people ask me about the formulas and I'm like, you know, I was like, that's not how it started. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, and I, cause I remember seeing you guys video, you and CJ or did you and Mike, I think maybe you and Mike did a video about it. I think it was me and CJ. Mike um, and I did um, Nootropa Max from Performax. I know we had done that one because we said that was pretty much the closest we had felt to DMAA in a long time. Yeah, because I, I never I never used the old Azith. I never yeah. got a chance to use it. By the time I used it, it was like the version with like hordening, mm-hmm. like some other things. It was still very potent, but it wasn't like the, the OG because like right. he, he, he basically made it when he was in law school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and dude doesn't sleep, so he's like – he needed some things. So uh, there it's, it's just interesting because I think a lot of um, we see that progression sometimes of companies in the space, like, or even somewhere like Redcon or like Cellucor, mm-hmm. you know, like when, when Joey worked for Cellucor, Joey, that's at Glaxon now, I mean, C4 had DMAA in it. Yeah, buddy. And, and people, you know, people always trash them and like selling out and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, what are you going to do? Do you, do you want to keep playing games with the FDA? Or can you like can you look at a Redcon that's changed their formula so much from the original or Cellucor and like criticize them because it's yeah. like I think they made the right decision. <laughs> like, Absolutely, yeah. You know, but I understand like the it's cool that there's like the people that are still willing to you know push the <laughs> push yeah. the boundaries a little bit. We always appreciate those people. Exactly. Uh, listeners tuning on live stream, thank you for joining us. You got any comments, questions? Feel free to post them up now that uh, Justin and I's opening uh, salvo of our uh, hangover and puking stories are done. So hopefully we didn't make you uh, feel queasy along the uh, the ride. Yeah, there. I have not. Look, I have not thrown up in a very very long time. I don't get like pukey from like drinking too much because usually I know, like I'll hit my limit and I'm like, all right, I know don't drink anymore after this. You're going to wake up with a headache or something. But like as we've discussed before, bourbon doesn't really get me that way. But when I get a migraine, man, this goes back to even when I was like seventh, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I would get a migraine mm. on like a Monday afternoon from school. I'd go to band practice, practice, come home, puke, crash for an hour, get up, do my homework, and I'd feel fine. So I'm like, I, that's why I was expecting this past Sunday. It's like usually I puke once or twice, I can sleep for an hour, and I'll wake up feeling completely fine. Whatever, the, the migraine gets kicked, nothing was working. So just it finally mm. passed. After I got home and took a nap, you know, right before the uh, the podcast on Sunday. But man, I was a, uh, yeah. So, do you guys are you guys doing anything like uh, for your anniversary, or was that your like anniversary? Doing no, no, we just like so the same kind of thing happened around Sandy's birthday. So Sandy and the halfling's birthday are two days apart. Sophia's is the twenty first of June. Sandy's is the twenty third. And so Sandy's classes for the class that she just finished actually started on the day of her birthday. So we celebrated her her birthday a day beforehand on the 22nd where we went to this nice little seafood restaurant right here. And she got something called the, the grand seafood tower. And this thing has like a dozen, uh, raw oysters, 12 cocktail shrimp, uh, a giant thing of like ceviche plus like lump crab meat and like some kind of like sriracha mayonnaise thing. And 
chips on the side. So it's like this giant thing, and it always says market price. So they never tell you how much the goddamn thing is on the right. menu. So you get the bill, and it's like ninety dollars for this giant seafood, which that's fine. I mean, it's it's a one-off dinner. It's not like you're doing this every night or something. Mm -hmm. um, but she goes Trust and she it. crushed the whole thing. So we did that for her birthday. She wanted to do that again for our anniversary. So we did that on uh, Monday as soon as she finished her final Monday morning. But she aced her or got up whatever a, a nineteen out of twenty on the final or something like that. Did really well on her final, did that. Then we went and had lunch and then went next door to this little French pastry stop for uh, dessert. Um, so it was uh, something called Foley Pops where it's like this little mini baked cake kind of thing. Then they put some kind of like chocolate ganache or chocolate mousse thing in there. You can pick, there's a bunch of different flavors. And then they get this hard little encrusted little thing that you crack it. And so it's like a hard chocolate shell and there's like another thing like goop on the inside. Mm. And so if you crack that and it kind of oozes all out. So it's kind of like a, pretentious looking lava cake but not but done in like a french french style or something like that so it was gotcha. good yeah, yeah that sounds good that's what it kind of reminds me so uh yesterday um kristen for her supplement snacks page mm -hmm. she so we got the uh glaxon has a new like collagen yep. product coming out yep. wonder collagen so the flavor of it is frosted cinnamon swirl Ooh. And she made like it's almost like a little mug cake kind mm -hmm. of uh, treat, but um, oh man, good stuff. <sighs> the collagen itself is like kind of um, like light tasting. It's not like overly like strong, so yeah. it actually like worked really well. Like in this, little, you'll you'll see pictures of it. She'll be posting that uh, pretty soon. It's uh, sweet. Yeah, that was a badass. So she's she's a killer. Does she have? Uh aspirations or desire to maybe transition away from law enforcement and to go into like the supplement or fitness space, like full-time with uh, mm -hmm. either the, the recipe side or maybe, you know, starting a coaching business or anything like that or supplement yep. business. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, you know, it, it's kind of tough because she loves what she does. You mm -hmm. know, she loves being a cop and, um, yeah. but you know, man, it's like, well, the schedule is killer, but then also just, you, you know, how do you, <laughs> Things are tough. I mean, things are tough mm -hmm. right now to be in that line of work. It's very, uh, <clears throat> you know, very thankless sort of position. Yeah, underpaid, and, extremely. With especially with all the stuff around yeah. the country, people saying the whole defund the police movement. That's such horseshit. I mean, it's, it's it's like the most embarrassing fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I mean, y'all are in South Carolina, so I imagine that, like the 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 attitudes towards the the police are probably a little oh, yeah. more positive there and things mm -hmm. like that. Well, and also <clears throat> that's the thing too is uh, the sheriff here. He's mm -hmm. very like you can see him like on YouTube and stuff like that. He's you would like oh, that's him. Cool. He's he doesn't give a fuck. Like yeah. he he has their back like big time, mm -hmm. and he you know he kind of goes out there. But you know there, there's a lot of these <clears throat> you know even the police departments play politics. You know what I mean? Where they're like yeah. you know trying to jockey for positions, and they're basically selling out their own people and. You know, you wonder why, you wonder why, like, in getting into this whole, like, conversation, but you wonder why there's so many problems, like, because now you're seeing people that, that they wouldn't normally take yeah. to, do, to do this job, but they kind of, like, have to because they're every, every, literally everywhere is understaffed. Yeah. And it's like the problems are only getting worse, but <clears throat> the people that are, like, why would you, like, take her, take her, for example. This is, like, her, like, she's super smart. She was going to go to med school and the whole nine yards, and she ended mm -hmm. up doing, like, a, uh, a ride-along. Yeah. And, and, like, just totally fell in love with it. And, like, this is what she wanted to do. So, um, but even now, I mean, someone like her, she's questioning. She's, like, why I can go, like, cook for a living. 
and come up with all this creative stuff, which is her passion, which she does on her free time mm -hmm. and, and make more money. Or even if you just made around the same money, yeah. why would you, why would you do this? Why would you do that job unless you just really just love it like that much? So yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of a tough thing because that's one thing, you know, in the supplement space, um, there's a, a lot of people are throw around a lot of money for advertising and stuff like that. It's, you know, why platforms exist to get paid to do things and that's all right. fine and well. Um, so she's like, well, so why am I going to do this? Like where, I, you know, and I told her, I was like, well, selfishly, <laughs> I'm like, I really would like to know every day that you're going to like come home alive. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not going to like make you feel bad about it, but I, at the same time, it's, it's better for everyone. Plus like, her schedule is just murder, you know, sometimes too. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's uh, kind of one of those things. It's a different world we're living in where like the traditional jobs are just going away. And then as like young people um, get into it more and more, they're realizing that they, I mean, they could do pretty much anything and make a decent, like, you know, make a decent <laughs> living where why, why go work for, you know, seven, eight, nine, $10 an hour, or even $15 an hour when you can, you know, do something on, the internet and make a lot more money and spend a lot less time working. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's very interesting. We're, we're living in an interesting time. I mean, I guess every generation can say that to a certain extent, just, I mean, the, the opportunities and the, uh -huh. the ways to make money seem virtually infinite at this point. Uh -huh. Like you could do any, you could start a YouTube video doing cooking videos. You could, I mean, shit, they've got like 16 year olds that just play video games for a living or people that just do like advertise with their influencers. I still don't understand how this actually generates sales, but you have influence like teenage influencers that live in a house and they just drink bang energy drinks and do stupid dances and they get paid. <laughs> I know. Right. I don't understand. Like, I, I don't, I, I do not have a TikTok account, but I will watch videos of James yeah. Linker over at shredded sports science. And he kind of deconstructs all the bullshit that people like all the bullshit fitness fads or whatever that are going out there. Yeah. And he was talking about something. There's some kind of like fitness influencer house that it's these TikTokers. I don't know how his brain, like this is a sharp motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Got numerous exercise science series. I don't know how he can put his brain through watching that useless drivel and just I I don't know. But uh, yeah, they're called like TikTok houses. Um, yeah, that's what exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I be, because and that's the thing too is like Insta Instagram. Essentially, there's no like or organic reach with Instagram anymore. Like you basically are mm -hmm. only going to get seen by a certain very small percentage of people that follow you, and then you sort of rely on word of mouth in order to grow your account it, it, the, it's just got to get shared around or something yeah because um it's kind of like facebook right facebook owns them facebook there's no like organic reach or anything they want you to pay they want you to spend money right yeah. it's the whole the whole point of it so that's why everybody's gravitating towards tiktok is because tiktok the reach is insane like um so it's good for businesses to sort of like get out there and try so i have a tiktok page i don't do a whole lot with it but mm -hmm. you at least want to be present yeah. <laughs> and dude it was amazing because one of the first videos i did was about creatine uh -huh. the the fucking comments in there are so like i get kind of spoiled at this point because mm -hmm. um the following that i have is mostly like i said it grows and there's new people mm -hmm. that kind of come in but it's all very controlled mm -hmm. and i forget what it's really like out there sometimes and yeah. I, the comments that were coming in about this creatine video I did, because I was basically like, you know, I was debunking all the myths about it. 
mm-hmm. and then like I just remember this one guy. He was like, he's like unless <laughs> he's like unless you're on. He said something about it being useless, and I was like, okay. I was like, can can you explain? And I was like, that's not really like much of an argument. He's like, unless you're on TRT, he's like, then creatine gives you a limp dick. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, does he yeah, subscribe to ergogenic health with all the lines main giving you limp dick too? Bullshit. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Shots fired. I think yeah. so. Um, right. Man, that was my thing. Maybe I should ask him if he takes a lot of lines main. Um, <laughs> But he's like, no, because creatine shuts you down. He's like, you have to take tests in order to. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, that's like the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So he, and then he was like, well, he's like, I've done my research. And I was like, you mean you've read other people's research? I was like, God, I hate when people say that. Like, oh, I've researched it. It's like, you can't research shit. <laughs> like, you read somebody else's research. And he's like, well, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I was like, dude, I, that was the easiest certification I've ever got. It was like this amazing, like back and forth, like Jeff, Jeff Long. I, I brought Jeff Long into the conversation and Jeff mm-hmm. Long came in and you know, Jeff, like Jeff doesn't give a fuck. He was just crushing this dude. Yeah. And people were like, there was all kinds of crazy stuff. Cause you know, but in, in all honesty, there was a lot of good that came from it too, because there's so many myths about creatine and like people always go with like the bloating thing and, I was explaining the difference between like water retention and bloating. Like people just think it's all like the same thing. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's not, it's not the same thing, you know, depending on where the water is going and stuff like that. So actually there was a lot of um, good that came from the conversation. And there was an, I did an ashwagandha uh, one as well about, because so if you, if you look at TikTok, ashwagandha is essentially steroids and tyrosine, literally people say Tyrosine is the legal is like the legal Adderall. Literally, that's what people say. I'm so glad I'm not on that platform. I think I would it would give me an aneurysm or a heart attack or something, a stroke. I don't know. Fuck. So yeah, I I know all these people that like work oh in GNCs and stuff like that, and they say everyone's coming in to buy tyrosine now because on TikTok they say it's Adderall. And I'm like, that's like that's the type that, that's what's going on. So I've I've gone back, I've sort of gravitated back towards the, oh my God, we're all fucked kind of thing. Yeah. But so I'm like, it's okay. Like, we'll just stick to the plan. Like, don't look. That's why I don't, that's why I don't venture out there. Right? Yeah. I, I just stay here. I'm not just yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's wild out there, brother. Grief. Creamy. Chris, when you said boom, for some reason I envisioned Brad Castleberry. The only thing I know about Brad Castleberry is that he was accused or was convicted or found guilty of using fake weights. That's about the only thing I know about him. I've never seen any of his content. His that name sounds familiar. I'm not into the. I, I don't follow like along with like this type. But I remember him because who somebody would just go at him. Is it low blind? I can't. I don't. I don't remember. Low blind would challenge him to a boxing match or something. No. something. <laughs> Or at the charity thing or something. I don't remember something. Anyway. I think going um, on, Brooke. I think the um Robbie said he was gonna challenge Lobliner to a boxing match. That could happen. Well, I mean, Mark Mark's done some charity boxing stuff yeah. or some amateur matches. So yeah, let's yeah. let's get Robbie and Lobliner yeah. in there. I'd be up I'd be up with that. Uh good. Yeah, we do we're doing that. I get I get double duty today. I get I get Robert in the morning, I get Jacob tonight. We'll yeah. do the format podcast. We had Chris Waldramon last week and mm-hmm. uh, caught up with him and is it Wednesday I, y'all do it? I thought it was Thursdays that y'all did the 
we we've been bouncing around okay. um last week i think we did it on monday i said some things uh oh <laughs> yeah yeah i said some things ruffled some feathers yeah so but oh well what are you gonna do hey where'd you go all right it's just gonna be me here for a little while i guess robert left me but anyway thank you for that i appreciate that um we gotta get you in the group i have no idea what happened it just okay, kicked man. me out of the chat for some reason you ever see you remember the movie wayne's world i mean you know about oh, wayne's yeah. world. that was me you remember when wayne leaves the, leaves the show in the middle and then garth just sits there and he's like <laughs> i'm ha i'm having a good time uh, <laughs> that was me just a second ago i was just falling apart man. just gonna leave you you go see that's the, the weird thing about Streamyard. so the person that sets up the meeting like Justin, you can see the comments that are that are coming in through on the side. Mm -mm. You can't oh, see wait. like. Oh wait, yes I can. Can you, okay, you can see that, but you can't actually click on them. Like or or at the bottom, you could, I guess you could click to leave studio and share your screen, but you can't like add me to the feed or anything like that. So if something like my internet freezes, you'd just be fucked with the screen stuck as it like it is, unless you just wanted mm -hmm. to end the broadcast or quit it or something. So I think that's a glitch that needs to be fixed. Like anybody that's part of it can run it, I guess, or you can set properties like, Hey, I can share ownership or, or moderation duties of the uh, thing with it. So, yeah, I agree about this other comment about, um, having brutal workouts late, you know, and that was, um, <clears throat> so yesterday when I took it, like when I did my workout, we worked out the same, same time as normal. And what I did was, um, I've been experimenting with taking, um, that natural science creation, that unwind, that magnesium supplement. Mm -hmm. I've been experimenting with taking that post-workout. Normally, it uh, works pretty well. And actually, I felt good, like, post-workout. But just for some reason, it was like another – This so this unwind – I actually did a post about unwind yesterday. It's like um, – it's marketed as a stress relief, you know, kind of anxiety product. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right here for the listeners can see everything and we can kind of walk them through it. Yeah, there's some interesting little tweaks in there, too, because I was talking about <clears> – I'll show you when you bring up the formula. Let's see if we can – It's like a big hodgepodge of – see, it, on Amazon, it's like $21. So on the, their website, they're – Prices are probably because of influencers and discount codes and all that other stuff. Yeah, how much is it there? Thirty-five bucks. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think it's like twenty-one on Amazon. Yeah, I like the uh, the lemon balm in there is really good. I mean, anywhere between like three hundred to six hundred is usually good for relaxing, improving cognitive function, memory, and uh, sleep. Well, not only that, like um, the ginger and lemon balm, like because I think you know some people like if you take a lot of magnesium at once. It can sort of flush your system out pretty well. It's like kind of oh, – yeah. so I haven't had – and no one that I've talked to have had any issues. A lot of women uh, really like this one. But, but well, and that's that's sort of brought up so – I said, I said this yesterday, and, of course, <laughs> you know, it's like you try to get people to think like a little outside the box, and then they, they fall apart. Yeah. So this is what happened yesterday. I said – I said, this product, I was like, can actually be considered somewhat of a testosterone support product. Yeah, you got the shilajit in there. And then having like healthy magnesium and then lower stress and things like that can all sort of like play together with some help yeah. with men and their testosterone. And yeah. So then all the women freaked out. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. I was like, I should just not. 
I should just not try to think creatively about certain yeah. things. Like, oh, so it's gonna raise my testosterone? I'm like, no. And that's why I hate the term testosterone booster. Cause it's like, it's not gonna <clears throat> take you to some like unhealthy levels. It's just, if you're somewhat struggling and then even women, like <clears throat> if women have low tests, you know what I mean? Maybe it could help you yeah. because we know stress is a testosterone uh, killer. Yeah. But then you have the glycinate version of magnesium, which I like in there. And, it's interesting. Uh, well, I wonder why they went with, what is that, seven different forms of magnesium in there? I'm just curious why that is. Yeah, so there's just um, – I did a like a little um, IGTV with the owner of this brand. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking about finding like some little different – like with the, see, okay, so here's, here's again, like these ones are actually, um, we know the manufacturers like of this one and the process behind it. Like, yeah, these ones are actually bonded forms. Like we know that. Mm -hmm. um, so when you get these bonded forms of magnesium, it can unlock these tiny little like extra benefits, like the three and eight, there's some cognitive sort of. Yeah. Yeah. The mag three and eight. Yep. Yeah. But I don't know that 25 milligrams, I don't know, like, is it enough to like kind of do things, but. Um, he's got some pretty, some pretty interesting formulas. He comes up with some pretty cool stuff. So yeah. it was just one of those products that I thought I was like, you know, you take this, uh, normal concept. And I said, but I think there's maybe a little bit more to it. We can talk about rather than just a relaxing supplement, you know, cause I think that's kind of the thing is like, anytime you talk about like relaxing, if you can lower stress, you can have this sort of like, you know, uh, domino effect of benefits sort of within the body. Yeah. Camphorol, quercetin. Yeah. Korean mistletoe extract. I've seen that in a few muscle builders. Mm. Um, That's like kind of a muscle wasting ingredient, right? Like um, I'm pretty sure that, that I think like a lot of the data I remember about Korean mistletoe was like in more like an elderly people, but it was, it was, yeah. Throw some. Yeah, right there. There you go. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So how what that means for a, a normal healthy adult? I don't know. They have they have a really big like female following. Uh, this brand it seems to be that way with most brands. Well, I mean, just, who was it? Well, because Beaumars used to be attached to this brand. So oh, really? Yeah, like Sarah oh, okay. before before Sarah and Josh got had their own, I think they were like kind of partnered in a way with Natural Science Creation. Gotcha. And then they branched off to do their own thing. So a lot of um their customers are you know, were there when the Bomars were sort of like promoting their stuff. Dude, their pump formula has Adderall in it. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a knock on the natural science guys. This is a knock on all the tards on TikTok. I, I tell you what, though. I tell you what product. I, I think you and I have talked about this product. If you go to Amazon, um, as I don't know if they, I don't know if they put it on their website. Maybe it's on their website too. Um, it's called Brain Awake. It's called Super Mom Brain Awake. Super Mom? Super Mom Brain Awake. It's brand new to, you'll see it. It's like a pink. That's it right there. So this is the one. Remember I was telling you about we were toying, tinkering around with a new ginseng sort of extract? Yeah. You go down that engine. Yeah, 80% ginsenicides. Yep. Yep. Huh. 
Oh, they got the rodeo prime from NNB in there as well. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of interesting because when they were doing this product, I thought that they were just going to release it with the engine because um, quite a few of us, and you can look, like if you look at this formula, you can tell who's involved with the whole process. Yeah. And when we were all testing it, uh, we were all like, what the fuck? This is legit. And then he went, and instead of just giving that ingredient, you know, he added the CDP choline, which is, I know we're both big fans of that one. Yep. The Rodeo Prime is a great one. And then it has the Lipidox in there, the um, the absorption sort of matrix there too. Yeah, it gives you a good and source that, of fatty, like a little fatty acids or in, in sunflower lesson that might help with the, the uptake of some of the, the fun little bioactives in these. Do not underestimate this product. I'll just say that. There's no Adderall in it, but. <laughs> I mean, man, anytime CDP choline is in something, usually I like, I like 250 as a bare dose, but when you got some other stuff in there, like we said before, there's other things where you, there's less choline than we would like on its own. But mm -hmm. when it's complex with certain things, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you get a you get a pretty good. I mean, there's a there's a time and place for the max dose nootropic, but I've gotten other things where you get a half dose of something and if it's around some other good supporting agents, 100%. you get a pretty good effect with it. That's kind of the fun thing about uh, nootropics. Yeah. So I don't think I, um, I'm not sure that we'll see the engine available standalone anytime soon mm -hmm. um because I, I really want you to try it like it's I'm <laughs> especially you know like i said i don't want to like talk too much about it i think people can kind of read between the lines if you know enough about certain ingredients on here like who's involved but the people that were involved in the testing process are no no dummies and no stranger yeah. and no stranger to uh, some fun nootropics and everybody was kind of like what it, like we all had to wait for the testing data to come back on it because i'm like i don't this this is i i don't know if this is <laughs> legit like yeah i don't know if this is a ginseng plant or not but um yeah 80 percent ginsenicides yeah i've got the oh which ginseng i've got the gs14 is that it the gs4 is GS4 Jim Nima? Why am no, I thinking? No, that's not it then. Ginseng. GS15-4, that's what it is. Though I got the one off Nootropics Depot. It's this one right here. Mm. Took some of that the other day. I don't, what is it standardized to? Oh, uh, Brooke, if you're talking about um, Prodigy, that one is very popular. Oh, yeah. Prodigy is awesome. Yeah. yeah Prodigy. With, uh, we've gone through two bottles of that stuff. Yeah. Sandy lived on that a year and a half ago, two years ago. That's really well done. Yeah. Um, the private Facebook group, that one's very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Mark. Mark's good people with up at uh, Iron Brothers. Well, so that's the thing. That's the thing about this Brain Awake one that's so interesting is there's no stims. There's no caffeine. There's no nothing, but you wouldn't know it. <laughs> it's that perfect afternoon. Like th those kind of formulas are what I love for like an afternoon nootropic. Like I've taken my pre-workout. I've had some coffee in the morning and it's getting on three thirty, four o'clock, five o'clock. I want to have like two or three hours of solid work, but I don't necessarily want or need to have caffeine. I just need something to kind of get the things rolling. That's where stuff like Neurofactor or, you know, these ginseng, rhodiola, any of these kind of phenylparacetam was great. Although maybe it kept me a little bit too awake. But then you just, you know, take some fenibit and you just cancel it out or drink half a bottle of bourbon. And it'll, it'll knock you out one way or the other. Yeah, you know, uh, Devin, so Devin commented about who we're going to trigger. 
Devin, I still haven't heard back from about my tickets, so I don't know, man. Uh-oh. So, so every year mm -hmm. you, you have to enter a lottery to win tickets to the Masters or yeah. to, to win an opportunity to buy tickets ticket to the Masters. Masters. And uh, everybody that I know, there's like a group of us um, that all do it every year. They've mm -hmm. all been denied over the last couple of weeks. I haven't heard back yet, though. So you're holding out hope. You might, you might get it. I tell you what, every literally like this last year, man, everything cool happens to me. Like I, I'm just like, so I wouldn't be surprised. Like everything. I need to take you to Vegas, man. You could be, you could be crushing you. on the craps tables or something. I'm, I'm wasting it for sure. Yeah. Okay. So while, while we're on the, on the subject or we're, we're in a, on the sports thing. Um, did you see the news about, uh, conference realignments coming out soon again yeah with texas and oklahoma yeah i just i just don't see it man like hey, I, I understand exactly well oklahoma and ut hate each other right the uh, the reason that they can put aside these like century-long rivalry is purely driven by profit and money they don't sure. give a shit about the purity of the sport this is all a giant cash grab because the sec has been one of the dominant conferences much more so than the big 12 has been over the past 15, 20 years out. I mean, like, obviously the Big 12 had a few good teams with Colt McCoy and Vince Young in the in the early 2000s. But yeah. by and large, the Big 12 has not been much. I mean, we took in A&M and Missouri. I still don't consider them part of the SEC. I mean, Texas is not the Southeast. That's like the South or Southwest. Yeah. Missouri is not the Southeast. I don't even know if I consider. It's it's uh, it's not good. I don't I don't no. like it. I don't, I don't like, like it either. Thing. Um, and A&M's getting their panties in a twist because they said, well, we have a gentleman's agreement that we want to be the only Texas school in the SEC. But you, you're not a founding member of the conference. You don't get to pull. You're, you're not right. even like the elite team in the conference. Right. Maybe right. if you had won eight championships in a row since you joined us, you could have that kind of pull. But I don't give a shit about what you want or not. I mean, it's, I, I don't want Texas in here just because I like the SEC as the way it was as a 12-team conference. I don't want Missouri and A&M and in here. I don't want UT and Oklahoma in here. Go do your own thing. Yeah, well, and the Big 12 will basically be non-existent. So when mm -hmm. that conference leaves, then you're going to have to split up everybody else. And then you'll have the ACC. Will, and what the ACC will do is the ACC will pull um, from other conferences. They'll try to get Notre Dame involved, of course. They'll try to get, like, some people probably from the Big Ten or whatever. And the, yeah. people are talking all kinds of stupid. So then you're going to have this really, like, I think this is just – a bad there's a bad domino effect that'll happen after this yep. that's why i especially don't like it and the other thing is too it was like um as a college football fan part of and of a fan of a team not in the sec and i would think that sec people probably feel the same way like isn't the sec schedule like sort of tough enough like yeah. why bring in two other sort of granted they both well, especially texas has been down for a while but yeah. they have unlimited sort of research they can get back within two or three years if they if everything kind of clicks right yeah but it just puts this odd balance of power too much in one direction and then so you're gonna have you're gonna see whoever's left um do what they can and then essentially we're gonna go down that whole super conference there's gonna be this huge group of and then eventually you're gonna have i don't know maybe four conferences, perhaps two at some point. It's like, well, where does it end kind of thing? I just don't like, I don't, I don't like the way college football is, is, is going.
No, I don't. And eventually they're going to keep develop or expanding the playoff. So it's going to end up going to eight or 16 teams. I know they keep having whisperings about it every season, but I, I liked the old bowl model. The BCS was fine, but I mean, I still like having all the bowl games because now, in my opinion, the bowl games are meaningless. And maybe if you're a small school that's never been to a bowl game, like you still have something to play for. But if I'm at a power conference and you get selected to like the, the Magnolia Bowl, who gives a shit? I mean, it's it's a nice little end cap to your season, but it's it's a consolation prize that doesn't really, I don't know. Well, what do you think? So they want to expand the playoffs too, right? Um, yeah. I don't know what you think about that. It seems like it devalues the conference championships. Like, why are we having the conference championships anymore yeah. if we're going to... If Even the season itself, almost, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I don't like it. I So, and even... So, and here's another thing, too, is a, a person, right? Miami's struggled for a while, and so you have, you have basically four teams that are clearly, like, above everyone else every single year. Now, granted, yes, every once in a while, there's, like, another team or you get this talk of these um, teams that steamroll these like, you know, obscure conferences and stuff like that. And it's like, there is some validity to that, but there is never, there's really never any more like this. There's never like they're talking about 12 teams. There is no way in hell. Like I haven't seen a college football season probably ever that there was 12 teams that were worthy. Once you get outside that first tier every single season, it's basically yeah. like one through four, or like one through six, are here and then six through a hundred and whatever can basically all be each other on any given day. Basically it's all like everybody like in one big bag. I just, I don't like that because then exactly like what you said, it takes away from the conference championships. It takes away from those final weeks of the season that are always so exciting where one loss basically throws everything out of whack. And there's not, there's not 12 teams. I, I saw somebody saying 12 teams the other day. Or even Mike Leach, that crazy bastard, was like, I love was like he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he was like, let's do 64 teams. And I'm like, <laughs> we're turning this into March Madness. And just, oh, yeah, I just don't see it. I don't like it. I don't like what's going on with college football, that's for sure. It's my favorite sport, but I don't like what's going on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, we've slowly seen that the bigger it's gotten, the more lucrative it's gotten. You start to see more court. Like, they don't do home and homes anymore for the big matchups. It's now we all have these neutral site games, which is I think is a disservice to the yeah. fans at those home stadiums that help build college football into what it is to where these season ticket holders now get screwed out of a home game or something like that. And you get replaced sure. with some little sister of the poor that they got to play in lieu of that or something. So it's just, I, yeah. I like, you know, I'm, I'm the crotchety old man again, screaming from my porch, bring it back to the way it used to be. Well, you know, and I think the whole, like the playoff thing, I think even people that were against it, I think it's played out pretty good. Like um, it's been exciting and things like that, but at some point, just stop messing with it, you know. Yeah, you you can you. It is possible to over optimize something. Yep, that's true. Every business kind of goes through it, and they're going to do the same thing. Yeah, Brooke, hearing Snoop talk about the shenanigans pulled by supplement companies was so eye opening. Uh, sending underpowered or overpowered formulas to people—just rude. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit on this for the people that may not have seen what uh, Brooke's talking about? So part of it is too is. Uh, so not just on the brands and the reason why, okay, so I'll explain, I'll just use like a couple examples that I know of off the top of my head. Um, brands will send me stuff. They'll send Robert stuff. They'll send other people products and they're, they're not, they're not asking some brands just want you to talk about their stuff and they want to use you as an advertisement platform. 
people know that Robert and I don't work that way. So a lot of brands, uh, they want to know, they want real feedback. They want to know what Robert thinks of the product because in the space you get in your little vacuum. And uh, this was something that I thought Dan from ghost went on a really like good um, sort of talk about this when they were making the energy drinks. He's like, he's like, we got so wrapped up in our own like little vacuum. He's like, and then it got out there and, we were wrong about a few things so they made some changes so anyway mm -hmm. uh ghost is a big one ghost um dan dan's a purist man he he and not saying ghost did this but ghost wants real feedback and they want to know what they're doing if it's so that's why a lot of people send me a lot of stuff that's why people send Robert stuff because they know that they know that we'll we'll tell them and uh, there was some companies that were like you know we don't think we're getting honest feedback from certain people so they may or may not have, you know, kind of done some things to, to test to see if they were getting in, you know, turns out that they were being BSed. So now it's like as, as, a, as a brand, if you're investing money into certain people to give you feedback and you're realizing that they're not doing their, that's, you're basically, you're basically third party testing your, your feedback system. So I just know of a few things. That a few instances that uh, that's gone gone south for certain people that yeah. um, make claims in the space. So it, it's all it's a very small space too. So we all everybody knows each other, and so it's kind of like a you know, high school wish sometimes. <laughs> Can be. Do you think a company and I? I don't know of any of this happening firsthand. Like, I don't know any companies that have willingly done this, but I'm, I'm curious to see like, all right, so you've got brand XYZ that is coming out with some pre-workout, some nootropics, something. They want to start generating hype for it. And so we all know that they come up with a formula, they send it to the contract manufacturer. The manufacturer says it's going to cost X amount of dollars, but before they run it, they'll say, hey, send me some samples. Do you think it's possible? Yes that a company would tell the manufacturer, <laughs> yes, <laughs> maybe put an extra 100 milligrams of caffeine just in the samples yes. just to see. We send it out to all these review channels. They test it. They love it. So we start getting this industry buzz. Then the uh, the product actually gets released. They've removed a couple of things that weren't in the samples, and everybody still thinks it's this great thing, but then they get it, and it's maybe not what they were living up to, or the average consumer is not is unaware of whatever it is, or they just think it hits mildly, and they're wondering, why the fuck are all these people raving about it when, you know, maybe the company itself was saying, hey, let's let's jack up the samples a little bit. Let's make them a little bit edgier than our final product. And so I just. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I said yes before I knew where you were going with it, because I've, yeah. I've been victim to that. And I don't want to say that I don't want to necessarily say that we just know that the sampling process is very controlled. Right. It. It yeah. could be a little different than, you know, there is some variance sometimes like, you know, the, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with QC department at a brand or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes you get, you get final uh, product that's, that's better than the samples too. It does work both yeah. ways. I don't know if a company's ever like done that to me where they spike um, something. I don't, I'm not sure, yeah. but I do know that there's been lots of times where I try samples and sometimes better and sometimes worse. The final product is different. So I do always qualify or I try to always qualify now. Like, okay, this is just the samples. I don't know if the final product will sort of, you know, kind of, that's why I'm just kind of careful to like what products I talk about. 
like I've been doing a little bit more lately talking about actual supplements, but still I, I, there's just so much, man. There's so much where it can just blow up in your face. Yep. And I know that people don't like, wouldn't hold that against me, but I just don't like that. So it's like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. hundred percent. You're right though. There's no doubt about it. That happens. Yeah. I, I've, I've had a feeling, I don't know if any, I could just, I can imagine that of like somebody trying to drum up hype for a product. Mm -hmm. um, at least it's never anytime. I think I, I have had samples and I've really liked something and maybe they've changed it on the back end. The, the brand will come on and say, Hey, through our beta testing group, we thought this was a little intense. So your, your final product is going to be a little bit different than the samples. And then they'll let you know, I'm just, you mm -hmm. know, on the, on the front end of stuff on the other end, I'm just, there's, it's gotta have happened at least, you know, I've heard some stories <laughs> loose. We'll, we'll put it I'm, in a, we'll I remember there something. was, a, was it you that I was talking to about this, about the whole, somebody was saying how I think it was muscle milk or whatever, when they were, they had a booth and they were giving out samples of, of muscle milk, or whatever. And they were putting mm -hmm. heavy cream in it before they gave it to people. No way. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I, I mean, I mean I'm just saying it's like, really that's, smart. That's what I heard. Right. It's genius. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this stuff tastes amazing. But it's just, that's a type type of thing that is kind of odd when because you know that it'll eventually, especially these days with the way social media and communication kind of goes about, is yep. it'll come out eventually. Yeah. But usually they can kind of sweep it under the rug. Um, yeah. So but yeah, that stuff happens. It's just kind of it's kind of tough. You know, to fully know, which reminds me. So did we, uh, did we talk about Ninja already? Ninja has been kind of like, yeah, yeah. I've got some of their stuff. Have you gotten a chance to try any of it yet? So I talked to the owner for the first time, just like two days ago. Sweet. And he sent me out some stuff, right? Protein, pre-workout, nootropic, sleep aid, aminos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, um, looking forward to it they, they have some cool he uses some some fun stuff that i that i appreciate yeah when you get That's to try the pre-workout just be you're gonna be sweating your ass off for like three hours after the workout i mean that is one of the like longest lasting thermos thermogenic pre-workout kind of components i've had and i've tried other pre-workers that have alpha yohimbine in it and stuff like that oh yeah, yeah. you are legitimately still sweating your ass off uh it it I can't remember another product. Now, granted, I don't take thermo fat burners like the capsules, like something chaos or something like that from a pollen or morphogen or anything like that. I don't take those all that often just because I'm usually not in a fat loss phase and I don't like the thermo component. Same but, here. Fuck, man, the, the Ninja pre-workout, you are sweating your ass off. Yeah, the um, uh, like a pro burn away. Yeah. This is the most ridiculous sweating, drooling product that i've ever tried yeah it's just get, be ready but i mean the, the the energy focus performance on it's great the thermo if that lasted like two hours less i would be uh, you know but some people really like that sensation yeah so. i don't and, and um it's also like here in south carolina same as like texas man it's hot anyway like yeah. uh we go into we have kind of a hardcore -ish gym that we go to and like yesterday mm -hmm. i took unbound i just i am in love with unbounds pre-workout yeah i love that thing and uh man i was soaked yesterday and i you know there is the yo-yo blend in uh unbound but it doesn't really like do that to me you know normally like i don't yeah. feel i think it's a good um balance of those ingredients because sometimes yeah. like you said sometimes you just feel it 
uh, harder in some products than other ones and depending yeah. on like what else is in there. But like the unbound, I told Mark this, you know, I was talking to Mark for a long time and he was asking me how mm -hmm. I like the line. I love the unlock formula, the fat mm -hmm. burner, but I can't use it. Yeah. I, I just don't, it's just, it doesn't feel good for me. I used it once and I kind of knew just by looking at it, I'm like, this is going to make me feel not. So it, it kind of goes back to that whole like, the best pre-workout kind of conversation it's like on paper that thing is absolutely amazing and yeah. there's some people that will use it and it'll be their favorite product of all time and me i'm just like i can't like it just it, that's not conducive for me in a good workout so yeah yeah i agree it's, it's got its place and it's got its core constituency for the consumers it's just you got to figure out what goes with what or what you know, how are you feeling on a certain day? There's certain days I don't want 400 milligrams in a pre-workout and I just, I just need like a cup of coffee and I'll take a stem free pre-workout or just a cup of coffee and I'm good. I don't, it's just, yep. it really all depends. And that's always one thing. So at the party this past weekend, you, when you get this question, it's like, well, what supplement brands do you recommend or what's your favorite supplement brand? I'm thinking yeah, shit. you can't really say that. I mean, like I've got, I could list like 10 companies whose stuff I like. Mm -hmm. Although with, with every company, I was going to say, I might not pick this product from their lineup because I like something else more, but that doesn't mean it's not good for you. You can't really always have those nuanced conversations, especially if it's just that first time you're meeting somebody. Cause oh, you yeah, you'll just out. blow their minds. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I said, well, who do you work with or what have you done there and what ingredients? And so this guy was trying to just go through some nootropic stuff. Cause he said, oh yeah, when I was in college, I had some uh, modafinil. I really like that. Do you know where can I find that now? I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. He said my, my roommates were selling Adderall and Ritalin to me and all this other stuff. I thought, oh my yeah, goodness. yeah, it gets some tyrosine. No, tyrosine, I think it's the same thing. No, you're right. Oh, which reminds me. So, side note. Um, yeah. So, if you if you do come down, yeah. What's up, Heather? Uh, if you do come down for the Christmas party, it's Jacob and I will be. Uh, have, we'll have the bourbon available. That's the plan. There we go. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, though, though the barbell bourbon. Is that what you're talking about? Sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the plan anyway. That is, we're going to make it happen come hell or high water. So, do y'all know the proof on it yet? Or is that no. still on? Okay. No, no. But it's, uh, that's kind of the thing. Like, where we're at here, we should be able to turn it around pretty quickly because, like, exactly what we were talking about last time. It, it, they've done the work. Now we'll just buy into that process and sort of yeah. put our own, put our own twist on it. But cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Heather, we just did. Um, did you see the. Did you see the Axis Sledge video about the um, your mom's uh, sweet peach and the new flavors of their? No, uh, I have not. I have not seen that. <laughs> you got to watch Seth doing something funny in the uh, kitchen I again, do. like with the homemade bars. It's okay. So for me personally, it's it's mm -hmm. it's just like a tick under that. That video is like one of my favorite hysterical. videos. Hysterical! I love that video. But this one. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I won't I won't spoil it for you. Just make sure you watch it. So they have new flavors of the grind and um, ignition switch. Mm -hmm. Heather Heather can back me up there. We're doing a giveaway on the private Facebook group uh, today for it, but it's uh, like your mom's uh, sweet peach flavor. <laughs> so in order, like if you go on the private Facebook group, uh, yeah. it's the best your mom joke is the one that's going to win. So okay, Unbound is also on my hit list. Yeah. Give it a go if you can find it in a retailer. I don't is has Nutribio started offering it online yet? Because it, it was brick and mortar exclusive for a little bit, and then they were going to start selling. I think direct to consumer. Um, yeah, probably like another. You know, it's I do see some people listing it online though. 
This is kind of weird. Unbound supplements. Uh, let me see. Can you buy it yet? Like, uh, so if you go to, I'll give you an example, Nutrafit, Sean, that owns yeah. Nutrafit. If you go, to, it's listed on his website, but you have to text him the order. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple of places in Florida, Brooke, that are selling it. I'm not sure which area of Florida you're in, but if you go to the unboundsupplements.com website and you type in, it says look for a lo- uh, source store near you, they're, uh, they're going to be, you can check out some of the retailers there if they're, I'm not sure which area in. Yep. And then, like I said, the retailers will usually work with you and just, you, you can't buy it directly. You just have to message yeah. them and say you want yeah. it. Okay. I've got homework after the episode. I need to go see the, uh, the video. Yeah, that's a, this is a good question. Can you speculate on how you think the supplement industry will adapt to rising prices from supply chain issues? Will we see permanent price increases and or lower quality formulas? Very so, good question. Right. If it's any other industry, you would just see the prices probably uptick a little bit to match. For some reason, man, this industry, like, doesn't allow that. And people just lose their minds. If if I was a brand owner or whatever and I had some brand loyalty, um, Axe and Sludge could do it. They could get away with it. I think raising their prices um, because people would understand. They'd be like, okay. But there's just going to be some people that all they ever, you know, kind of look at is price point. I, I, I think it's, I think it's unavoidable, the way the inflation is and things like that. Um, we've already, we've already uh, recommended to like our clients to raise their prices. Um, just knowing, depending on like what kind of game you're playing with margins and stuff as it is, but uh, it's bad out there. And I know like the supply chain has become like the boogeyman, you know, sort of in this. Um, space but it's also there's also some potential more bad news coming because there's all this shit is going on singapore china uh things like that with covid blowing up again if if they start shutting down ports um then it's gonna be it's gonna be really bad yeah i i would be interested because when i first started hearing about like the caffeine and the creatine hikes I thought, okay, there's, there's going to be a couple of ways this is going to happen. Either companies are going to start lowering the amount of servings that are in their products. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily, I would classify that as maybe a lower quality formula, but you would, you've got to figure out a way to like, are they going to short term, maybe just eat the cost right now and keep producing same things that just have a smaller margin. Hopefully, eventually everything will kind of settle down, like ingredient costs will settle down. Will companies maybe just tweak formulas, maybe remove one ingredient or lower the dosages while still keeping? Because some companies do overdose ingredients. Like you don't need 10 grams of L-citrulline in a pre-workout. You can do four or six grams, something like that, and be fine. Um, Are we going to see? Because I know the consumer is very hesitant to accept a higher price. Like they don't want to pay more than $30 for a pre-workout or 40 bucks. So if they see something, you know, like a $45, $50, $60 pre-workout, they're bitching saying, I could get my C4 for a dollar serving. Why am I going to pay $250 for a serving for yours? Mm -hmm. Well, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison. Like regular C4 versus, you know, hooligan, you know, the grind, uh, hydraulic, all of that stuff. It's it's very different. It's nowhere near the same stuff. Yeah, there's like two, I think, really key points to what you just said. Uh, Companies can't play both both games. To try, you have to stick, you have to, Go with a plan that makes the most sense for you financially and stick to it. You can't mm-hmm. you can't try to compete with Cellucor and like basically that whole like 
half in half out like if you're if you decide to raise prices and you have to raise prices and you have to communicate to your customers why you're raising the prices correct and they're either going to understand or they're not and you're going to lose customers because of it but at the same time do you want do you want to bleed the slow death of trying to play that game on price but also exactly like what you said we've seen it it's just people haven't necessarily been paying attention companies keep the prices the same but we know when you do the math on the ingredient because we even get to the point where you're like looking at cost per ingredient per formula, not even necessarily cost yeah. per serving. Protein has changed a lot. You still yeah. get a, a X amount size tub, but all of a sudden the servings, the servings are like, you know, we got that ghost protein or whatever, it's 15 servings. So it's like, you know, we're going oh. from you buy an optimum nutrition that was the the Christian Guzman, the lemon one. Yeah. But you've seen where the price doesn't necessarily move a whole lot, but you're watching. Uh, but a lot of people just don't look at that. That's the whole 2040 servings thing came in. You know, you yeah. have Glaxon does the thing where they give like 21 servings. Yeah. Um, it's just their way of sort of keeping up with things, but also not not giving their customers that. It's like that price tag, man. I don't know. This industry is crazy when it comes to that stuff. But um it's a good question. It's a really good yeah. question. I don't know what's going to happen. Like I said, we've recommended to our clients, like you're just going to have to, you're going to have to raise prices. You're going to have to live with it. Kind of yeah. Thing. So far I've seen a few brands increase price, especially with protein. Yeah. Just the, the cost of whey isolate. I've spoken to a couple of brand owners in the past weeks, whereas yeah, it's they bad. were getting like, they were paying 12 to $14 per two pound tub. They're now paying 16 to $18 per two pound tub. And that's their cost. So you as a consumer, I mean, you're going to be paying, 30, $40, $50, you know, for that. Whereas usually, or you, the, the BOGOs on protein or buy two, get one free. I don't, I'm not sure what companies can actually even do that considering, or like you have to be selling massive volumes because the, the margins on protein already were slim, mm -hmm. or maybe you can make up for it by, you know, charging a little bit higher premium on like a, uh, a lower cost product where maybe you sell like a, a really cheesy joint formula. That's really just glucosamine conjoint and MSM, but you sell that for 25 bucks when it costs you, three dollars to make it so you can make up your margin there where you weren't making it on protein or something else exactly it's kind of taking the taking the like if if it brings you customers in because of your protein you know that you can sell them 10 other products so yeah you, you bite the bullet on one product in order to make it back you know somewhere else hopefully exactly yeah it's uh it'd be interesting it's very what what is axon sledge's plan heather so you, you got us the question what, what is your plan are y'all going to chop the formulas and give us crappy quality formulas or are you going to hike the price up what are y'all doing um that's a really good question that was that was a very yeah. good question um which i uh i don't even know if i want to get get real nice because you, you mentioned possible lockdowns and doc shutdowns i'm thinking are we really going to do all this bullshit for another 18 months i'm like we know what we're dealing with we know what's going on they're starting the fear mongering in here in Austin about the Delta variant and all of this. I just fuck people just get on with your life. It's always well, going to be around. We've had the flu vaccine for how many decades? Do we still get the flu? Do we still freak the fuck out about the flu? Right. God damn. All right. Well, you have to, I mean, well, they, you know, the panic sort of set in that they have to get people vaccinated, right? Like as you see, like the NCA and stuff like that. And now the NFL and all, they're basically mandating people to get vaccinated. And it's like, kind of an odd situation where it's like uh they're guilting people into it and then in order to do that so you have people that are like okay i'm just not going to do it and then they're like okay well now there's this other 
you know, variant of it. And they're just going to keep doing that until everybody complies, you know, with the whole thing. And then I'm fuck that. And then I don't I'm glad I work for myself. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I, I don't get it. It just, and I, I think there people are missing the boat. They said, well, there's all these anti-vaxxers. It's you're missing the point. It's not, yeah, it's I'm not, not I'm not, it's not anti-vax. It is anti somebody forcing you to do something that is, that is anti-American. It is antithetical to the founding principles of this country. You you do not force something. You cannot mandate something like that. You you can mandate me to get the back. I'm going to start mandating every other aspect of your lifestyle. Are you eating healthy? Are you managing stress? Are you exercising multiple days a week to make sure when you do get the flu, you don't end up in the fucking hospital because you're a fat, lazy fuck. Um, so well, yeah, for just, me, for me, if I we're said gonna start, no. if, we're gonna, if you're going to force something yeah. on me, I'm going to start forcing all of my other life decisions on you. And we'll, we're going to see how how long people would, would deal with that. Let me go monitor, make sure you're not driving through McDonald's three or four times a week. Let me go make sure you're not having soft drinks and candy and all this other crap. See, you'd be, you'd be a TikTok superstar right now with that, with that rant. Maybe um, I would. I, once it, so I'm just very much like, I'll listen and I'll, I'll hear you speak about it some, and I'll yeah. determine whether I trust you or not. And yeah. I've never, I don't, I don't trust anybody that tells me anything about this stuff, I, especially as quickly as it became a political tool. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I don't understand how people are still will. Like you're, you're seeing pockets of, of resistance with all of this stuff. Just because I'm not going to force you to do something doesn't mean you don't have the ability and the choice to make it. I just don't want you forcing me to do something. So if you want to get the vaccine, that's great. You want to wear your mask for the rest of your life. That's perfectly fine. That is your choice. Don't force me to do shit because you feel like it, everybody has to do it. That's that's not the way the world works. We don't make the rules for the exceptions in society. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's the whole uh, – maybe maybe the vaccine is is the, the key to everything, right? Maybe it is the – but I don't, I don't trust what I'm being told right now. So I shouldn't have to, and it's not me being stubborn and, uh, you know, like, I don't know, uh, calling people sheep or anything like that because they're doing, that's not how I feel yeah. at all. It's just yeah. you, the way it's been presented to us, makes me very uncomfortable. And so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so yeah. try and make me do it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Heather, if your goal is to cycle off caffeine, just don't. I've just never, don't. yeah, I've never cycled <laughs> off caffeine. So, you know, people ask me this question like all the time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> How would you go about doing it? Are there any other steps you would recommend to replace the caffeine, especially in a pre-workout setting? I will your say. Is to cycle. How, how big is your caffeine intake now to where you feel like you might need to cycle off of it would be my initial question, I think. I will say that um, that second part or the last part is actually – the fun thing about sort of what's going on now is there's a lot of uh, Heather. I don't know if you heard us. We were talking about um, that super mom brain awake that natural science creation came out with. And we got to test the, it's called engine N gin. It's a ginseng. It's a new ginseng extract. I'm, I'm telling you <laughs> it's, it's strong. And it's, it's non-stim. So it's like you're starting to see as this, I think, category becomes like more and more popular. You have things like, I think for some people, rhodiola feels um, kind of energizing, probably more so than like ashwagandha. It seems to be like the anecdotal sort of evidence. But um, CDP choline for me is very like. Very and, um, energizing. 
core uses uh, pregnenolone. Pregnenolone is another one that um, has kind of a stimulatory feel. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at is I try to just like back down. I, I don't think I've taken like a week off caffeine in maybe ever. <laughs> I don't know. Like since I discovered coffee, I don't think I've taken a week off. But yeah. I just know if I keep it around a certain level, um, then I'm okay. Yeah, I, uh, I've done, I don't know, we've talked about this before in the past. We, we've taken breaks from caffeine, and I, I'm fortunate that I don't really get headaches from it or anything like that. I might feel a little sluggish the first day after two or first two days, but after that, I mean, I don't really get the headaches or like the, the grumpiness with it. Um, yep. takes a little longer to get my brain in the gear if I'm writing something or reading something. But uh, it's it really kind of depends on how you are as, as an individual. Like, do you somebody that really needs caffeine? Like the first thing in the morning, you're you're slamming the coffee because you can't function without that in your system. Mm-hmm. It might be time to take a stem break at that point. Or if, if you need to constantly like you're drinking an energy drink every hour and a half or two hours on the hour kind of thing. At that point, you might need to. Um, but if you're modulating your caffeine intake based on, you know, your sleep intake, what training sessions you have going on and all that stuff. So we're like one day of the week, you're taking 150 milligrams. Another day, you're just drinking a a bang or some other day you're just having one cup of coffee. I don't think there's really any need to cycle off. You know, there's anecdotal, I mean, sorry, epidemiological studies on, uh, long-term caffeine intake, which is usually through the consumption of black tea or coffee. There's no adverse effects on that. If anything, it's got health promoting properties and increased longevity, better brain function through the years and all of that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think there's uh, I remember when I was doing like an app breakdown of Jeff Long's complete health product, Mm -hmm. there was an ingredient in there. I don't know if it's Arjuna. Might be Arjuna. One of those, there was some good data about how it helps um, with caffeine metabolism, things like that. Mm-hmm. We, we know like healthy liver function sort of helps with that too. So maybe it's mm-hmm. kind of like a liver sort of thing too, but there was, there was an ingredient in there. I want to say it was Arjuna, um, but I might be, I might be wrong there. One of those ingredients in that product, cause I was like, Oh, that makes me feel better. Cause I take that every day mm-hmm. and it, it helps. Cause I kind of wondered like sometimes, cause I do usually, I always monitor, am I able to get the same effects from the same amount of caffeine sort of yeah. every day. And then when I, when I realize I have to push the threshold is when I stop and reevaluate things and sort of cut back a little bit. Yeah. Cause you know, you go down that road pretty quickly where you're just beating a dead horse. You know, your CNS yeah. is just like, please for the love of God, stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. I can't um, remember. There was some stuff in there though. I remember we made that connection with it helping with say, if you like high stem pre-workouts and stuff like that, it might help. Yeah. Um, get you in order for the next day. Yeah. Uh, also, if you're cycling off caffeine, also consider where your, where your current intake is for worse, where you're trying to go. Like if you're somebody that is doing like 800, 900, a thousand milligrams of caffeine a day and you go to zero, that's going to be real rough for the vast majority of people. Whereas if you're somebody that only takes, you know, three or 400 milligrams a day, going to zero in just like cold Turkey is, is probably gonna be less, uh, hurtful. Uh, even still like you, if, if you've got a high intake and you're going down to zero, take, take a week or two to kind of like gradually lower the stem intake. So instead of having That's three bangs in a day or three mm-hmm. energy drinks, drop it down to maybe two and then just have a cup of coffee and then eventually cycle off of it. Don't, don't go curled Tokyo unless you just, you're a sadistic son of a bitch and you really like to go that way. Um, 
some other so I was, things. Yeah, I always recommend to people, like especially high stim users, to keep something like I like Jeff's pump and focus product. Right. I've said that for a long time. I'm like, keep that on hand because you still, or even something like hydraulic, like uh, Axon Sledge's hydraulic, it's very like, you feel it and people get addicted to that feeling. Yeah. Right. That, uh, you know, the pre-workout's working, but so it's like, if you can make yourself do it, you realize, oh, okay. So it does kind of help there. Yeah. And I guess just a, a basic like mental energy boosting stack. Like if you want to completely eliminate the caffeine or have very little I would probably do something along the lines of like two grams of acetyl L-carnitine, two grams of L-tyrosine, two fifty to three hundred CDP choline, um, maybe a hundred milligrams of L-dopa in there. Uh, if you want to get into the exotics, throw in ten to fifteen milligrams of Nupept or one hundred and fifty milligrams of phenylparacetam. That I mean that that'll give you the, definitely the stimulation you need there to, yeah. to really get going, and some rhodiola, two hundred to four hundred milligrams of rhodiola, depending on the standardization. I'm not saying you have to go and do all of those at once, but that's kind of like the the basic outline of a stack. Like I find acetyl carnitine very stimulating mm -hmm. cognitively. Same thing with CDP choline. So th definitely those two. If I'm creating like a stim free stack, those are kind of like my foundational ingredients along with the L tyrosine, Adderall. Yeah, Adderall exactly. Gerhard switches to monsters and Red Bulls with non-stem pre-workouts to lower his tolerance. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good workaround. That's that's it, that is not false. <laughs> don't don't encourage him to say. <laughs> Jiffy Chan, come on, guys, just give up your freedom. Exactly. Yeah. Serve the high lords. Yeah, and that, like I said, that's not. There's people that are pretty extreme with that whole thing. It's like, I'm like, I'm just taking this from. A very simple, like, I am weirded out by this, so I'm, I don't want to do it. Like, and that's it. Yeah, yeah my, my individual choices are not affecting you in any way, shape, or form. So you can go and do your thing. I'm going to stay here and do my thing. Mm -hmm. Quit, I'm not telling you to watch your food intake or what, what monitoring your exercise habits or sleep habits, who you're having sex with, and what all, you know, are you washing your hands every time you go to the bathroom and whatnot. The back the fuck off if I have my choices for anything. Luckily, I don't really run into any of those kind of people. So I just, you thing. know, you see people that try to like guilt you or like you're a bad person. You don't care yeah. about other people. It's like, eh, okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly, I just don't go outside enough as it is. I didn't like, I've been working from home since 2015. I don't really associate with most people on a day to day basis outside of like the people at my daughter's daycare, Sandy, and a few other people like around the neighborhood. But I'm not like, go and get all up in everybody's business like breathing and sweating and coughing on people i don't know who was doing that beforehand either i don't know man like we've like i said i, I we've been here in south carolina and it it's not a thing like yeah. we've had huge massive gatherings here multiple times people coming from all over the country and we just have these huge parties and everybody gets mm -hmm. together and everybody's out enjoying life they're at uh you know yeah, concerts and all that sort of stuff, and nothing's happening. So, right. and I'm not saying it doesn't exist out there, but it's like trying. I don't. Why would I? Well, uh, yeah, and that's the, like there's there's they're they're trying to instill the fear by saying we've got this new many cases, this many positive tests. Are we lining the streets with body bags? Are we digging mass graves for all the people that are dying? No. Is the healthcare system overrun and flooded? Do we have people that we have like triage centers set up in the middle of downtowns? No. Then I'm like, where's the average person's brain in all of this? Just like, 
get your head and shit together. But it's it's all these little, you know, mini tyrants in all these cities that got this little grasp of power, and they think, ooh, I can control all the people on my little hemisphere right here. I can do whatever well, I isn't, want. To. Isn't it all just really about trying to uh, maneuver yourself for votes? That's yeah, it's, it all, it's all it's all signaling and political grandstanding at this point because the the little dipshit mayor of the blue haired hippie downtown area of Boston <laughs> said Governor Abbott is endangering the lives of our children. He has he's made it impossible for us to protect our children this upcoming school year because the governor said no schools or local health agencies or local governments can force people to wear masks in schools. That doesn't mean if you as a child. If you if your family says for your child to do this, and the governor even clarified this, he says, you cannot force the kid to wear this. But if their parents say, honey, you're wearing it to school day, that is the parents' right. That's all it's ever been need to be. It is the individual or the family's choice for that. So yeah, that's South Carolina just said the same thing. Yeah. They're like, it's it's a parent decision. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Thank goodness, my Yeah, your governor is amazing. The Florida governor, well, man. Well, and it's kind of like, hey, I'm a big awesome. fan, but also at the same time, he's positioning himself for a run at presidency next time around. There's no way around yeah. it. I mean, so he's he's I think he's overplaying his hand because he knows he's basically the one that's doing it. it it's all. Yeah, it's all political. It's all for votes, um, which, hey, I'm going to vote for him if he runs. So yeah. <laughs> it's working. So anybody that that is for lower taxes and individual freedoms, you get my vote. Which is good. He's taking the uh, the Black Rifle Coffee Club approach. He's saying, you know what? Half the country can kiss my ass. He's like, but that other half of the country, I'm going to lock you down. Yeah, and that's what that's why, like you said, y'all been having parties and all that other stuff. That's exactly why we go up to Spicewood and we get away from the the even like we're not even in downtown Austin. We're like on the outskirts of it, to where we could almost classify us as Bee Cave. And I just we go out there. It's been normal even since last June. Like they were still the distiller was still having people out there, still had live music and all that other shit. No nonsense, whatever. You're outside in Texas heat. That the sunlight's gonna kill the shit anyway. <laughs> soon as it gets terrible, man. The UV radiation is gonna blast that shit. Well, you know, because I had a little bit of a COVID scare before we went to Jamaica. We had yeah. you have to have a negative test in order to go on the trip, right? Yeah. And right before we left, I wasn't feeling that good. And then one of the kids from the gym that I see every day. Yeah. Tested, po tested positive for COVID. And uh, he's there every day. I'm there every day with him. There's a bunch of us that are there every day. And he's yeah. the only one that got it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't this like massive outbreak where every single person that came in contact with him or came near him came down with it. So right. it's like when you see stuff like that, it's like I'm not saying that it's all like complete lies and, and propaganda from this side, but it's also at the same time it's like, wait a minute, I've seen that things are not – the way yeah. you're trying to present them to me. So right. I'm not going to just go. Okay. And notice nobody ever got the flu last year either. 2020 <laughs> was the first year and nobody ever got the flu. Not one person. <laughs> <laughs> Some people wearing when I was hiking in Tennessee, it was literally an empty trip. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Like I'll see, we'll be walking around the Galleria on the weekends and nobody else will be wearing it. But then like, there's just this one random eight year old that's walking by wearing it. I'm thinking, what the fuck have you done to like these kids? What have you done to these kids? <clears throat> Jiffy jank. Why do well, natty test boosters stay on the bottle to cycle off? Well, Is I there... think so. There's a couple of things with this. A lot of times, uh, companies take a blanket template approach to uh, their labeling, right? Because yeah. labeling compliance and stuff can get kind of tricky. So a lot of times, it's just they'll template 
here and there. And basically any supplement is going to tell you at some point to cycle off of it. It doesn't mean like it's dangerous or anything like that. Sometimes you just need to give your receptors a break. Uh, it'll stop being as effective. But then on the flip side of this, you have like Glaxon Alpha 365. It's called 365 for a reason. You're supposed to take it every day, all year long. So yeah. I think a lot of times like there's just a best practice with supplementation where it's like you should take a break. Just like I said, it, it just your body adapts to especially when it comes to dietary supplements. This yeah. isn't overly, overly strong stuff. Your body's going to adapt to it. So you're kind of like saving yourself money, you know, basically you're giving yourself right. a little and then take it back in. It's just like cycling off of like stimulants and things like that. So, um, but there are some companies that are like, no, and go figure Glaxon. They're like, no, don't do that. Just take it every day. Kind of thing. Yeah. They don't believe it, so. Yeah. And one other thing is that some companies don't probably know what the fuck the ingredients are doing. They're getting the formula oh, or input exactly. from a contract manufacturer exactly. and they're just stealing like the <laughs> dosing guidelines from another company that's selling a similar product. Like, that's well, they said, they say they put that out there at cycle after eight weeks. So, and one other thing with the Natty Test Booster, sometimes these products have arimistane in them, which is a pharmaceutical grade, you know, uh, aromatase inhibitor. So yep. in that instance, you absolutely do want to cycle that. That's not something you want to be taking. Or, well, I had a, I had a uh, conversation with a brand owner. I won't uh, name drop them or call them out on this, but it was like a smaller brand. And they said, hey, do you want to try our test booster? And I said, it's got pro hormones. And then I said, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. And they're like, what pro hormones? I was like, it has epiandrosterone in it. And they're like, no, that's, that's not a pro hormone. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. I was like, <laughs> you should probably read up on that. I was like, because if you don't tell people to take the proper like on cycle and post cycle support, when you're taking something like epi, no, granted epiandrosterone is not like, not like super like strong where you're just going to, but it, you don't know, man, like you, you could really fuck some people up and, uh, they didn't even know like i'm like you have i was like you have pro hormones in your test booster granted it's the dhea pro hormones this isn't the ultra liver toxic ones that we saw like back in the day but yeah. we, we also don't know so if you if they don't know that it's a pro hormone where are you getting it manufactured and how do i know that that's what's in it like yeah. you've obviously not done your due diligence on your own fucking products so it's like exactly like what i think you say it's so it is it is astonishing, scary, terrifying, insane, sickening, the whole nine yards, how many brands come out with stuff and they don't know a fucking thing about ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh... TikTok right there. That was a TikTok. Boom. Thing. You should have just captioned that and then just uploaded it. We should it. get a house. We should get a TikTok you, house. Yeah. Please. You, me, Kristen, Sandy will do us to it. Before we'll us, we can get Jacob. Better. Jacob married or dating anybody, we'll get him and her in there too and everything. No, he, he should he, he needs to just be single. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll, we got, well, he'll just bring in a new girl every every week or every other week or something like that. We can, we can um, that way. We'll have the Barbell Bourbon sponsored TikTok house. Perfect. We'll get a giant banner over the uh, the, the entryway and everything. I'm sure land, land's got to be pretty affordable in South Carolina. It's skyrocketing, but it, it is. Seems. But it's because it's like crazy affordable. Um, it's yeah. amazing. Good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, last call for uh, any questions, comments, smart ass remarks from the uh, the listeners tuning in. If not, Justin and I will be uh, bidding you all adieu, and we will catch you next week on the uh, another fantastic episode of the Bourbon Brothers. Uh, while we uh, I give them a, a few seconds to get any questions in, I'll do the uh, the the usual 
spiel. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, give us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcast perusing platform of your choice. Uh, questions for future episodes for either Justin or myself, uh, post them in the comments below. Shoot me an email to supplementengineer at gmail.com or hit up Supplement Snoop on Instagram. Slide up all in his DMs with any kind of uh, lucid pictures or lurid pictures as well. Yeah, yeah that happens. <laughs> Jiffy Jank, navigating information in the supplement industry is quite troublesome. Too much false information. That's why we are here, my friend. Mm-hmm. That's exactly why we are here. I will say this. Stop consuming so much information. Because, you know, and, and this is like, uh, I'll just kind of go on a, a little tangent about that. When it comes to health and supplements and fitness and stuff, yep. there's a lot of ways to get to where you want to go, right? Absolutely. And that's why you see so much different difference of opinion, even from experts and things like that, because so much of it is so subjective. There is the science aspect of it, but so much of it comes down to how does that fit into your life? So... Mm-hmm. It really is as much as this sort of like uh, screws myself. (laughs) um, You don't want to rely on people to tell you the answers to these things. You 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 have to at some point. It's why we created the app. I want people. I want people to not need me. I want people to not need us. You you have to go find the information. You have to really dig in. It's not easy, um, but you. It's, it's way more difficult to try to rely on going to other people constantly because I'm going to tell you things from my perspective and that might not be what you need. And then Robert, you have your own experiences and other people. So it just becomes uh, the paralysis by analysis kind of thing. And it's like really the only way you can get down to it is by learning it yourself and then putting it into practice yourself. So as much as we can give advice uh, it's really something that you have to you have to do yourself at some point. Yep. Perfect end cap to the discussion, my friend. Uh, Justin, episode five is in the books, man. It's a blast as always. You got any other uh, closing marks or we're going to cap it off there for the day? No, good. I just, it's really cool that um, so many people get involved and ask us so many questions uh, during this. It's, um, it's always humbling that people take their time out of their day to come hang out with us and listen to us talk and, um, you know, give us some fun things to talk about it. Because I will say this, like in this, maybe this is like kind of sounds cliche, but as much as people say like what we do helps them, I think like what people do for us helps us more. Because what happens in this space is we get into our little box and we we see things from our lens. But when you get to hear other people and their experiences, it's sort of like it keeps us from from getting too into this space, if that makes sense, because Absolutely. we create this space and it gets so small. So um, everybody helps us. Yeah. Yeah. Brooke, thank you for the stream. Thank you for tuning in, Brooke, and everybody else. We appreciate you very dearly supporting us with this and uh, giving us really good topics to, because that, yep. otherwise, Justin and I would just kind of stand here and talk at each other. And, you know, I mean, we would That's talk cool. for probably this long anyway if it was Justin <clears> and I bullshitting, but having the interaction from you guys really, really, uh, makes us a fun and engaging thing. It's always something that keeps us on our toes too, because we never know what's going to pop up in the feed. Amen to that. All right, brother. Have a go to my friend. We'll talk soon. All right. See you, bud.